Hello, it's Jacqueline Kitzman coming at you a couple days later than normal because I was sick this weekend and I had a little visit to the emergency room and I'm fine and doing well now, but I slept a majority of Sunday. I slept like all day Sunday. So um, that along with the fact that Gabe is getting ready to go out of town at the end of this week for several days, like Thursday through Monday. So what that means is that this week the episode's coming out late and next week the episode will come out late. So we'll have two probably Wednesday or Thursday episodes This one will come out Wednesday uh, or Tuesday night, and then next week's will come out between Wednesday and Thursday, um, simply because Gabe will be out of town, and he is the one that edits the podcast, and I was sick this weekend, so it is what it is. I I hate putting the podcast out late, but unfortunately, that's how it goes. As far as things going on that would affect collective energy in regards to doing readings or using tarot... A couple things. So, of course, we still have the war in Ukraine. We have the fact that tensions are rising between Taiwan and China. Uh, There's the fact that um, the fight for bodily autonomy in regards to Roe v. Wade, two things significant in the last week and a half have happened with that. So one is the fact that West Virginia uh, has put forth one of the most extreme total abortion bans in the country. Um, And then, of course, also Lindsey Graham has brought some bill which is going which his what the purpose of it is to create a federal abortion ban after 15 weeks. I believe there was some sort of stipulation in regards to sexual assault, rape or incest, but I'm not completely sure how that panned out. What I'm looking at right here is like I was looking it up and researching it before I started this. It says that. His abortion ban is dividing the GOP Senate candidates in swing states. So uh, while he has introduced this bill, I don't believe any decision has been made on it. But this is a really good opportunity to, you know, call your representatives, tell them that you don't want this, that that, that you are their constituent and you don't want a total abortion ban or any abortion ban. It's also a really good time to, while we're thinking about not just voting, but actively working towards completely annihilating voter suppression that's happening specifically in Southern states. So looking at those issues and paying attention, it if you are surprised to hear about West Virginia or you're surprised to hear about this happening with Lindsey Graham, it's one of these one of those times I'm going to offer you a soft encouragement to pay attention to what is happening in the news because these things are going to affect collective energy. And if you're reading tarot, you are working with collective energy, which is why this kind of like overall arching theme of and this it's not just American news either. The Queen recently died um, in England, and I didn't say it when it happened because I wasn't sure exactly how to kind of tackle that. She is a very complex figure. I, however, am an American, and the Queen represented a lot of very problematic and um, racist paradigms like colonization, racism. There are many things that she supported throughout her reign or many policies and or many things that she did not condemn. So she did pass away. And while this is a complex thing, literally the death of a queen, which as an American, because we don't, our whole thing was like, our whole government was established on down with royalty. I can't relate to that, I think, in the way. So I don't want to take away from what people in Europe are feeling. However, I want to just state that while she did die and that while that is going to be felt collectively, her reign and who she was and what she did uphold and what she did not 
um, object to or deny or push back on. A lot of that did support a lot of racism and a lot of other very problematic situ- things that uh, she was at a place where she could have used a lot of this power and a lot of this influence to do better, and she chose not to. Now that we have talked about those things, let's talk about the card that we're talking about today. This is one of my favorite cards in the entire tarot, and it's going to shock you when I tell you what it is. Um, it's the Three of Swords. It's one of my favorite cards. We, I, I know that I have talked about this card in this podcast, but I don't think that we have really, obviously, because we haven't covered this card yet, we have not dived in. We have not dove in. We have not devo- dove in. Yes, that's grammatically correct. Dove into the specifically how important this card is. Off the bat, this is a card that is the whole background of it is gray. It's got clouds. It's storming. The whole big front of the card is a heart, not an anatomical heart, but like Valentine heart with three swords going through it. First, I want to acknowledge the fact that this is one of three cards in the entire tarot that has no human affect on it. Um, those three cards are the moon in the major arcana, um, the Eight of Wands and the Three of Swords. Now, here's what I'm going to say. The thing about the Three of Swords and why it, and I think this is how I've talked about this card before, in that while it doesn't have like a human affect on it, it also kind of does because what we are humanizing here is not an anatomical heart. It is our Valentine heart. It is our heart of feelings, if you will, it is like she honestly could have put a cup here and three swords going through a cup. And that is this card, right? The the Valentine heart that we think of, the heart that the little sweetheart that we that we think about when we think about love or we think about, you know, um, compassion um, when we think about feeling. That's what's on this card. So it's not talking about like your physical heart. It's more or less talking about all of the things that internally make us human, all those emotions, all of those, all of those feelings, all of that love, that compassion, all of those, like your soul essentially is what this heart is standing for here. This heart is bright red. And that is because red is associated with, with blood, with life, with the things that are, with things that are supposed to be inside us that keep us going. Um, this card, when read, is a trigger card. If you look up the meaning traditionally for this card, you're going to see things like heartbreak, despair, betrayal. It's literally three swords stabbing a heart. And the truth of the matter is that every single card in tarot is not a happy, positive, go-lucky card. It's just not because as humans, we have emotions. We have gifted emotions like anger and sadness and despair frustration, annoyance, all of those things are there and they're necessary because they are, they help guide humans forward. For example, without anger, we would not be able to form proper boundaries. Without the ability to express healthy anger, boundaries would be incredibly difficult. Without the ability to experience sadness or healthy sadness, we would not know how to find and encapsulate ourselves in joy or how to find a cathartic moment to allow ourselves to feel sad 
and allow that to kind of be part of our healing process. Sadness is an incredibly crying, allowing yourself to feel something is a testament to how much you care about something. It's kind of that um, how much you love something can equal how much it would hurt if you lost that thing. Now, this card, when you pull it, with me saying that, when you pull this card, it does not mean betrayal, heartbreak, despair, sadness. It doesn't mean those things. Can you feel those things when this card comes up? Absolutely, you can. But does that mean that that is the definition of this card or that you could pull this card and also be happy? Uh, no, of course you can. This Pamela Coleman Smith and the tarot in general are not, it's not a binary system of, oh, here's your card. That would be like pulling death. Like every time you pull death, do you literally die? Every time you pull the lovers, do you fall out of love with whoever you're, you are currently with and then fall in love with somebody new? No, because these cards aren't meant to be taken literally. We're meant to think about them. So when we pull the three of swords, it's very easy, especially because of a lot of the imagery that we get to feel very triggered and be like, oh, no, something bad is going to happen. Because as humans, we experience anger and fear, resentment and sadness, and they are there to protect us from something, to prepare us for something, to be a balm. They're there as little warning signals and they're very important. But what we can do is we create with those things anxiety. So when we see this card, we're instantly anxious. But if we take a deep breath and we come back and we think about the building blocks of cards that can kind of be trigger cards, I think that we'll find that this card is not as scary as our brains want to make it out to be. So let's start with let's start with breaking this card apart. Okay. So threes in the tarot are about expansion. There's something growing. There's something getting bigger. There's there's something that is leveling up, okay? The suit of swords, I just did a whole episode on this a few weeks ago. The suit of swords is about communication, thought processes, um, self-analysis. Know, it, know thyself. It is all about the, how your brain chemistry and how your brain and your thoughts operate. With that being said, remembering that there is a heart on this card, a Valentine heart. It's bringing the emotion into our thoughts. What this card at its core means is how are your thoughts affecting your feelings or how are your feelings affecting your thoughts? The whole idea of the suit of swords is to mix brain chemistry with, with the heart. The three of swords is a little a literal representation of what we are kind of working through in the suit of swords. Because we're adding on each suit we live through, right? We're adding on those principles. And then by the time we get to the pentacles, we're taking all of those internal things from the wands, the cups, and the swords, and we're putting them and manifesting them in the real world. Okay. So in the suit of swords, what we're doing is working through our our wands, our instincts, our creative our creativity. Our, our primal, like those primal things, those urges, and then we're mixing them with the cups, which is our unconscious, our, our subconscious, our feelings, our dreams, our hopes, what we love, how we feel. And we're putting it into the suit of swords and all of a sudden we're creating a, uh, 
this is how we do this or this is why I do that. It's very it's a very Jungian suit. Um, it's a very it's a chance for us to really dive into why we are how we are like very uh, it's like kind of like the psychology or the psychologist of the suits like it's going to really make you dive in and consider things. Now, that being said, a lot of times the three of sorts can come up when we're feeling very conflicted about something or when, you know, like a lot of people will, uh, a lot of people will pull this in a relationship reading and they'll be like, that's it. It's the end of my relationship. No. Are you feeling confused? Are you feeling scared about something? Were you feeling insecure about something and trying to figure out why you feel that way and you pull this card? Of course, you're going to pull this card. You're doing a relationship reading. You obviously care a whole lot about the person you're reading for. It's really not a surprise that the three of swords would pop up, not because there's anything, not because your relationship is necessarily ending, but because your thoughts and your feelings are affecting each other. They're changing each other. You are feeling insecure about something or you're feeling worried about something, which is making your thoughts go crazy. Not crazy. That's not a good word for it. It's making your thoughts go a little haywire and you're having a lot of trouble balancing out those thoughts and those feelings. So you get the three of swords. Does this mean that the relationship is perfect and you guys should stay together and everything is hunky-dory? Sometimes no. Sometimes that person or the relationship itself is toxic and you do not need to be together and the three of swords comes up. Or sometimes this card comes up and you are with your absolute soulmate and you're just having a hard time and you needed a little like, you needed a you needed to go to your tarot cards for a little bit of healing and a little bit of internal analysis and you pull the three of swords and it's not saying, hey, your your partner's gonna break up with you or they're cheating on you or they're gonna hurt you. It's literally saying, hey, it seems like you're having a lot of feelings or a lot of thoughts right now and they're kind of affecting each other. So if that's the case, how do you set that fear, that anxiety, that ah, that frustration aside and look at what's real? If you pull this card and it's like, should I stay at my job? And you pull the three of swords. It's not always, it's not saying quit. <laughs> it's not saying they don't value you and they hate you and you should quit. It's not saying that. Like maybe, I guess, maybe. But for the for the most part, it's going to be saying, consider how your thoughts are affecting your feelings or your feelings are affecting your thoughts. Where's the middle ground there? Where's that middle ground? Because there's an escalation of worry. There's an escalation of fear. There's an escalation of sadness. And it's making your fears or your worries bigger. So how do you address that? Once you realize that's the thing, how do you then get your thoughts from a panicked state to a more leveled state. The three, the three of Swords is not here to hurt us. No card in the tarot is meant to in any way hurt us. Every single card in the tarot is meant to heal us in some way. It is a healing process, this journey we go through with tarot. That being said, it would make no sense that the tarot would give you this card and be like, he hates you, he's cheating on you, or or uh, your boss is going to fire you tomorrow, or everything in your life is about to crumble apart. It doesn't make sense that the tarot would do that. That's not, that's, not the, that's not the medicine or the, the tone of this card. It's not, it's, it's not what this card is saying. The Three of Swords is a reminder to that when our feelings grow, when we really, really care about something, the more fear 
will have about losing it. And and that's good, right? Like you want to be afraid to lose something that you love because that fear comes with the caring for something. The problem is when we let that fear kind of consume us and we become so attached to the fear rather than the caring that all we can feel is fear and anxiety rather than the heart of the matter, right? So the flip side of that is then when you, it's that blinded by love kind of concept, right? Where you care about something so deeply that you allow yourself to overstep or oversee or turn away from um, those red flags. Like, oh, my employer is doesn't allow this many vacation days or emails me after my doesn't respect my boundaries on weekends or but you love the job so much that you care or you know in the same with kind of like your classic toxic relationship situations where you turn you know and you turn your face away from all of the traditional red flags of something and you're so overcome that with the caring of something that you're not seeing the signs you're not putting two and two together or you don't are not ready to put two and two together so the three of swords is, again, it's if nothing else, asking you to determine how your thoughts are affecting your feelings and, and also how your feelings are affecting your thoughts and where that balance can be found on the in-between. Um, I will say that like this is not a negative or bad card, nor is it a good or wonderful card. It's literally just a neutral card. It is asking you to consider two or three things. It's not this card that is foreboding something. This is a card that was painted in the Smith Rider Waite deck and in a lot of decks to evoke the emotion of to to evoke the emotion of your caring about something very deeply. So how are your thoughts involved in that? How are you communicating that? This can also come up in regards to needing to find some way to communicate to somebody how you're feeling because it's creating kind of this tumultuous anxiety inside you not to say this could literally be a card I'm coming up to encourage you to tell someone that you love them or a card that's finally saying hey you really need to ask for that raise because at this point your job performance is really being hindered on the fact that you don't feel appreciated or in the reverse it's you really really care about your job maybe you should take the next step to see how you can level up or move forward or and you know integrate yourself more thoroughly in into that this is not a card that we need to fear. It's just a card that's asking us to consider multiple elements of something. And that is great. I recently did a tarot spread where it was like, I said, what good is coming my way? And one of the cards I pulled was this card. And the tarot is going to give you exactly what you ask for, right? Like it's a, it's the same thing as like Google, essentially. Like if you, my teachers always used to say, if you put crap in, you're going to get crap back. So it's kind of this idea of like with tarot where like if you're asking a very specific question, the tarot isn't going to mislead you. It's not trying to fuck with you. It wants to give you exactly what you asked for. So if you ask like when I asked what good is coming my way and I pulled the three of swords, it wasn't the tarot saying it wasn't the tarot sticking its middle finger up at me saying nothing, bitch. It was literally saying Hey, like this anxiety that you've been having trouble with or these inner this inner turmoil or about these things that you care about, like you're going to kind of find that equilibrium with that. You're going to find that balance and it's going to be a lot easier to work through certain things or th this thing that's been bothering you is finally going to get worked through. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing that's coming my way. The tarot didn't give me that because it was like it was telling me nothing good is no one's ever going to love me in the great words of Ian DePriest. 
who has been on this podcast multiple times, it was literally telling me that things were going to find a balance again. And that was exactly what I needed to hear. This card is a balm and a healer. Um, So when we pull it, even though we are going to get triggered because that's what happens with our binary thinking brains, like allow yourself to sit with that, but then look past that fear and think about what it's really saying. All right. Well, as we all know, it's that part of the podcast where I uh, reenact the, uh, how many times have I done a Monty Python one? It is that part of the podcast where I reenact the, tis but a flesh wound scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which is my ultimate all-time favorite movie. And you should all watch it just based off of the fact that 99% of the inside jokes of this podcast are from that movie. Um, Our collective reading is also a three. It's a three of cups. So I think we recently had this, um, the Three of Cups this coming this coming week, and of course we're halfway through it, but until the next episode, which will actually be a week because of the whole Gabe going out of town and him being the editor of this podcast thing, um, it, we are going to be looking at communion with others. We're going to be looking at celebration, kind of this camaraderie, I think is a better word than celebration. Like this is about building connections and utilizing those in the regards to if you need to talk to somebody, reach out and talk to them. I think sometimes we kind of have this feeling of um, I'm, I don't need anybody or if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bother somebody if I need them. But the, the three of cups is a reminder in, in situations like this that we have the ability to reach out to others and share ourselves, whether that's good news or whether that's, hey, I'm having a really hard time and I'm struggling with this, or whether this card is even like, hey, I'm like kind of like, whether this card is like kind of an acknowledgement of, hey, someone is going to reach out to you and allow yourself to be a little bit more open to hearing them. Um, the Three of Cups this coming week. So love that energy for us. The camaraderie, I think, is going to be really important. Uh, all right. Well, it is now time for me to thank you all for rating and subscribing and reviewing it means the world to me it means the world to the podcast and I honestly I just can't thank you all enough for the kind words and how many of you reach out and the amazing conversations I get to have with so many of you and insight into tarot just the relationship and friendship building that I have gotten to experience because of doing this podcast it just it truly it is the light of my life. It makes me so happy. And I I appreciate you all. And you make this podcast what it is. So thank you. Um, I'm going to stop being mushy now and listen to my audiobook. Bye.